What's up, everyone? Welcome to 5 Plus 1, a small business podcast. On this podcast, Tom Shabbat will interview a small business owner or someone that works with small business. Now let's do this. Hello, and welcome to 5 Plus 1, a small business podcast. Today we have an old friend of mine from Portland, Maine I've known since high school. She's a phenomenal entrepreneur up there, and it is Lee Kellis. Lee, how are you doing? Hello, Tom. I'm quite wonderful. How are you? I'm doing good. Are you in the old port right now? I am in the old port. I'm at my new business. It's not donut-related, but I'm here in the old port, my favorite part of town. Awesome. Very, very cool. We'll get to that business shortly. Lee's owned a few different businesses. It's very successful. It's been very, very cool to watch her grow the business. And actually, that's where the first question is. With the Holy Donut, which was your very first business, did you create the donut to start a business or did you decide to sell donuts after you had been making them? Hmm. Well, I had a passion for donuts and I also had the idea right off the bat that if I loved them, that probably other people would love them too and crave them like I was. So I started making them with the intention to open a donut shop. But I started really, really small, just four at a time in my kitchen. How long was that time in the kitchen before you started moving them? Um, I started practicing for a couple months to perfect the recipe. And then I rented out a commercial kitchen space and started selling 12 at a time to my local coffee shop. And then my wholesale orders blossomed. And um, seven months later, I rented a, a storefront in Portland and started making them retail. Nice, nice. And that's actually kind of my second question, too. When was the point where you realized, all right, I'm on to something here. We're, we, we have something cooking. Yeah, it was pretty early on when I started selling them out of my first commercial kitchen, rented kitchen space. I was selling them to various coffee shops in Portland and people were buying them and the buzz was growing because nobody made fresh donuts back then. And it was just kind of a old fashioned non-existent product, which is why I started it, because I was craving old-fashioned donuts and couldn't find them. So I started making them, and people were excited because I deliver hot, fresh, cinnamony, crunchy, yummy donuts every morning to these coffee shops, and the buzz grew. So I knew that I was onto something within a month or two. And with, and then it was right to opening the spot once you had it out and about in the old port. Right? Yeah. I did some market testing through, through those uh, initial, like, five to ten coffee shops and then that gave me the confidence to open up a retail location in Park Ave in Portland thinking that oh if people are buying them in the coffee shops they'll come to my shop and buy them which they did oh that's right I forgot you had the one on on Park and then you were in the old port correct Park Ave was first right by the expo at the old Taroni's yep and then um Exchange Street was second yep and then out to Scarborough was the third one third and then one opened in Auburn yesterday. Oh really? I didn't know that. That's great. Congratulations. Auburn, Lewiston, Auburn. Yep. We, we went north and it opened yesterday. So LA of you. The, uh, yeah. Very and cool. so that, like, and then from the point that really interests me also is say when you're at the old Taronis on park to the point where the press and you got a lot of press at one point and you're doing a lot of interviews and it's almost somewhat a, a, a famous donut woman in, in Maine. Is that right? Yeah. It was actually <laughs> kind of just wild. Like, 
New York Times, Boston Globe, everybody was writing articles about us. And I'm just like, why? And I think it was because it's kind of the old classic story of single mom starts this tiny business out of her kitchen and all of a sudden she's got lines out the door. And obviously I was very blown away by that. Um, (laughs) But it did. It it went kind of gangbusters. Were you on the Today Show? I was uh, went to Anderson Cooper show. Um, I did a Food Network show. Yeah, a couple of cool oh, things. Very very cool. And so to get to that point, and this is always question three, is a customer service question because you don't get to that point. You don't get door people lining out the door unless you're doing something right when it comes to customer service. And so I was wondering what customer service means to you, and what separates you from the competition when it comes to customer service. I don't know if anything separates us. We really talk about it a lot. We say, you know, we want to treat every customer like they're the only one. But to be perfectly honest, when you have, you know, dozens of people in line for hours on end, it is very difficult to actually give great customer service to every person. We do our very best. But for like example, in Exchange Street in the head in August, it's a thousand degrees in there. And... People, you know, the, the employees are exhausted and they literally are answering the same question over and over and over a hundred times a day. Yeah. And it's, it's hard to keep a smile on for 500 customers in a row. And sometimes we would do 600 customers in a row. Um, so I think they did the best they can. So I'm saying that our philosophy is certainly to have very authentic customer service. But I'm also saying that it's a challenge in that environment when you have hundreds of people in line <laughs> to give... Uh, yeah. Yeah, authentic smiles over and over and over and over and over. So I, I applaud our people for definitely trying, but again, it's hard. It's very, especially in food and beverage business. Like we had the pizza restaurant in Hilton Head, South Carolina, and it's a hundred degrees at two in the morning. And people would ask us what our special is. It's like we're open and we're delivering you food. That's special in our book. So it's, it's right. It's tough in certain areas. Um, so the Holy Donuts allows you to do a lot more things and open more businesses. Um, what does a, How does a business con- go from a business concept um, to you being able to pull the trigger and turn an idea into a reality? That's a great question. And I sometimes I don't even know the answer. For example, I'm sitting in my retail location right now that's cookies and um, apparel and cool bags and candles and jewelry and ceramics and all this stuff. And it just kind of happened organically. I just started having local vendors make stuff that I love, and all of a sudden my shop is full of it. So um, it's just a kind of a slow process for me. Um, but a lot of times when I have an idea, I can't turn it off. <laughs> I yeah. have to do it. I'm compelled. And I'm, I started two businesses this week. Um, another one is an art production screen printing business. So... It sounds totally unrelated because I'm a food person, but I knew that it would. There's a need and a niche, and I knew it would be successful. And I love starting businesses, so here we go. Three, three, <laughs> three new businesses this week, <laughs> including the new Holy Donut. This is a good start to the year. What's what is the, yeah. story, the name of your store right now in the Old Port? Oh, it's called the Wave because it's it's um, all about ocean cleanup. So it's called the Wave, and my daughter's a surfer, so it's it's um, aligned with the mission of selling products, and you know, part of the proceeds go toward less plastic use. Nice. So with a purpose, yeah. also very cool. 
Totally. So you're from Portland. I'm from Portland. Um, your businesses are in Southern Maine. What impact has the state or being a native of Portland and Maine had on the businesses that you've opened? Well, we use all Maine potatoes. So that's kind of the cool factor with the, the donut shop is we support Maine potato growers and we make a product that highlights one of Maine's most prolific crop. You know, blueberries, lobsters, and potatoes. That's what Maine's known for. And we use, we did make a lobster donut at one point, but we definitely use a lot of blueberries, Maine blueberries. Mm-hmm. And we use tons of Maine potatoes. So I think that's, if that answers your question, that's part of the connection that helps us attract, you know, people who want us to have a local a local product and a main product. Well, Portland's a, a local play, place where a lot of people, you know, that we grew up with are still there and live there has been, you know, growing up in that area, knowing a lot of people helped also, you know, get the ball rolling. Yeah, totally. I always say I'm amazed. The Portland restaurant scene is so supportive um, and uh, approachable. Like, whenever I need something, I've reached out to almost every restaurateur in town and said, hey, can you help me figure out my online system? Or I need to borrow bar stools until mine come in. Or I've, I've asked a lot of questions of a lot of people, and people are always helpful. So... It's an amazing community to be in the in small business one, but in the food business for sure. It's very cool. Yeah, Portland's like that. Food and beverage is kind of like that too. I've I've walked across parking lots with buckets of flour from other restaurants that I've borrowed from. Um, so the one question away from business: if someone is visiting Maine what, for the first time, what restaurant would you have them go eat at, and what one thing would you have them see or do? Yep. Well, I'll be honest. I'm a crazy food person, but my favorite place is the Lobster Shack just because it's so insanely world-class view-wise. I mean, the food is fine, and I've got others that I love the food, but the Lobster Shack is always my go-to for lobster roll and sitting on the edge of the the, the cliff, you know? I'm sure you you probably love it, too. Yes, I love it. In Portland, I've got a lot of favorites. I love Emilica, the Greek restaurant. I haven't been there before. Oh, it's heavenly. Nice. And where would you tell them to see or do? What what should they do or see? Um, In Portland or just in Southern, in this area? Just Um, in the area. Well, Two Lights is is the Lobster Shack, but that's just so beautiful. I always do that. Um, I love Booth Bay. It's an hour north, but I just love getting out of Portland myself to explore other little cute main towns. It's a nice ride. Kenny Bunk. Yeah, I love it all. I love Maine. Awesome. Well, it's good to talk to you, and I'm so happy how well you're doing. It's great to see, and thank you very much for coming on and talking with me. Thank you, Tom. Hope to see you soon. Thanks for listening to 5 Plus 1, a small business podcast. Please give us a like or a review if you like this episode. The music was done by Brooke Shabbat. If you need help with your small business when it comes to automation software, digital marketing, and getting paid or just have a question, you can reach them at TomShabbat.com. Thank you.